Man, what a week it's been. The world is on fire. Plague and pestilence rule the world. Uh, there's just strife and discourse everywhere. And hey, you know what? Uh, I don't know if many people have been paying attention to other stuff like the hidden track section, but we had another baby in August. And yeah, we haven't missed an episode yet, but this week was particularly fucking crazy. And so I had an idea. I wanted to honor my beautiful, amazing, awesome wife, who is a goddess, and it always pains me that I think back when we put this Patreon bonus episode out that it didn't go out to the general public. You might recall, we even did a little ad and commercial for Slashettes, where Brian's wife, Michelle, and my wife, Sierra, took over the show, and I think they did a fucking great job. Now, I don't know if this iteration of Slashettes will ever return, given that Brian doesn't really want to be on the show. I'm not sure that his wife does, but hey, it's possible. If you do like this episode, please let us know. It, it never hurt to get complimented to entice someone to do something. But they did an episode on The Descent. We've always talked about doing The Descent 2, so if you like it, again, let us know. I'm going to be recording a new pilot-style episode for a new format of the show that I'm very excited about, so please do stay tuned for that. If you don't mind, uh, we've had some huge fluctuations when it comes to downloads lately, and I know that not everybody, while the world is on fire, as aforementioned, really wants to be reminded of doom, gloom, and blood and guts, so I understand why people kind of tune out to this kind of content, but if you know anybody who is a goon or ghoul who's into this kind of shit, please just let them know or leave us a review. It would mean a lot, especially as incentive to keep this going, as, you know, all of my life responsibilities have just shot through the roof exponentially, but I still love you. I still love doing this. I appreciate even if five people listen to the show, much less the 500 or however many. So please enjoy this episode of Slashettes, featuring Sierra and Michelle reviewing The Descent. Scream your last breath. This is Slashettes, a horror movie podcast taken over by two goons' wives because they're watching Blood Diner for the hundredth time. My name's Sierra, Jake's better half, and I am here with Michelle. I am Brian's other half. <laughs> so, Michelle, this is your first time on it, Slashers, it slash Slashettes. Are you excited? I am <laughs> sitting here with my matron of honor Saturday. What could be better? Right. <laughs> it happens to be Saturday afternoon and the boys are watching the baby. So we're get, we get to have some fun. All right, Michelle. So let's have the fans get to know you a little bit because this is your first time on and they already know a little bit about me, but anything that, you know, I'll add if I haven't already <laughs> told the fans, I guess. So what is your favorite horror movie? You guys, well, the boys actually just covered it. It's As Above, So Below. Don't hate me. I love that movie. <laughs> it was one of the first movies, like modern scary movies that I watched as an adult that I was actually terrified of. Yeah, that um, was a, that was a good one. That was pretty scary. Like anything having to do with demons, um, ghosts totally scares me. So that was the one where I was not sleeping that night. And also kind of having to deal with the similar 
It is similar. It's being stuck underground. right? Yes. Theme of the descent, which we are covering today. 100%. So what about just a favorite movie? Favorite movie is almost famous. Okay. So that's a fun dichotomy, right? Yes. I always love asking because, I mean, I'm sure most of you know that this isn't our passion. This is our husband's passion. Mm-hmm. So comparing our actual favorite movie to our horror movie <laughs> favorite movie can be very different. Like, you know that my favorite movie is The Emperor's New Groove. So that is so, so What's different your favorite than, horror movie. Oh, my gosh. So my favorite horror movie that I have watched since the boys have started doing the show has been Mimic. Oh. I always love that sci-fi creature kind mm-hmm. of films. I never really watched horror movies before that, so it was hard to pinpoint one that, you know, I had watched prior to. But yeah, so you can even see that, that is a yeah, major difference. I would difference. get too scared. I would get too scared. So when Brian and I first started dating, he's like, you're going to start watching horror movies. I was like, no, I'm not. He's like, yeah. And then now I'm like, whatever. I right. Care. Until this movie. <laughs> I've been pretty cool, man. I've been keeping it cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first movie that Jake and I tried watching together, that was a horror movie, was The Babadook. And we That's watched it one. in the like our old apartment. And he had it displayed on the wall with a projector. And literally, I did not watch a second of that movie <laughs> because I had my head buried in his chest the entire time because I was terrified and now thanks to my husband he is slowly I felt like that was like you know like he kind of just tried to throw me in and that did not work so now he has slowly started desensitizing me to where this movie yeah I mean we'll get into it but I was surprised to find that I wasn't as scared as I thought it was going to be interesting yeah yeah interesting so what are you watching this week what have you watched? Doesn't have to be horror related. I just started the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, <laughs> which is amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's about, oh. you know, she's in the fifties, just trying to like do her thing and live her best life. And fashion is incredible. Good. I wish I had her wardrobe. And she is such a hottie. Oh my right? god! So she was in House of Cards. Yeah, and yes. he killed her and buried her in dirt. Yep. Yes, he did. So I was very excited to see her. Like you know, working yeah. and having a career and right. not just, you know, someone's, I don't know. He was stalking her and then he buried her under. It was basically her role there. So funny enough, I, when I started watching that show, I accidentally watched season two first because for whatever reason, Prime just started me with season two because that was the most current one. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize it. And I got through and I was like, oh yeah, there's another season. And I went back and said, that was season two, <laughs> which I, you know, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was that weird of a start, not knowing, you know, I thought there was a good transition into it. So I didn't feel like That's an weird, awkward I feel like start. Most of the time you'd be like, I'm on season two. Right. I have no <laughs> idea who no these idea characters are. Right. Yeah. So no, it was amazing. What I are you watching? absolutely loved it. Besides Handmaid's Tale. I hate Handmaid's Tale, yeah. which is Jake's, uh, he says it's my he can't handle it. version of horror movies. He can't handle it. No. And honestly... <laughs> I think it's my own fault because he'll come in and I'm like crying from an episode. And he's like, why are you doing this to yourself? I'm like, I don't know. I can't stop watching well, I don't it watch this to feel dead inside. Like, right. right. We were watching that. 
I mean, silly stuff trying to get to bed after watching horror movies because they did. They yeah. just did arachnophobia or they're that's upcoming. Right. And I yeah. actually had a nightmare from it. I haven't <laughs> watched it because I already have spider problems and yes. I just cannot like there was a spider. So we have like this little nightlight for my dog by our fridge. Right. Yes. And I looked down the other day and there's just this like cute little spider there. It was the first time I looked down. And I was like, OK, buddy. Like, don't get in my way. Don't touch me. I'm here. You're there. So I'm trying to have a new relationship with spiders. Good. I cannot good. watch this movie. See, I feel like I am the opposite now that I have watched this movie. I am super freaked out oh God. because I was dri- we were driving to Disneyland, just Aurora and I, and I look out my window to my side view mirror and there's a humongous web and a spider just sitting in it as I'm cruising down the freeway. And I was like, oh, my God what do I do? And I'm like, I like, I realized it was outside my window, so it was fine. But then I had to get out of the car right when I got there. (laughs) So anyway, so I just, impending doom. Right. So I kind of just ignored him and I was like, you know, maybe by the time I get back, he'll be gone. (laughs) Not gone. So I was like, well, whatever. That was a serious car ride. Oh yeah. He ended up in a new County. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, That, that was pretty much it. We watched Holy Moly, which is a what really is dumb show on Netflix, I think now, or Hulu. It's basically a mini golf tournament and it's just the silliest thing. So, yes, that's to kind of relax the brain after watching something. We scary. do Bob's Burgers after. Yes. Because that's our old standby. <laughs> like you can't have bad dreams after walking Bob's Burgers. Yeah. You just can't. That or MasterChef we usually put on because that is totally different. It's way opposite. (laughs) And it's real. Yep. So. And we really want to get the baby onto MasterChef Junior. So we're like trying to ingrain her (laughs) cooking knowledge now. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's cute. That's pretty much it. So let's get into the movie. So as I said, we are doing The Descent. It is an all-girl movie. Yes. So it looks like the director had done, what was that movie called? Something Dogs. Oh, yes. So the movie that he did right before The Descent was actually another horror movie. Mm -hmm. And he was very hesitant about doing this movie because he's like, well, I don't want to be typecast as just a horror movie, Mm -hmm. you know, director. But he thought that it was different enough that mm-hmm. he could kind of separate it. I haven't seen the other movie, I so I either. can't say. But I can say that being an all-female cast in a horror movie is very It's very different. rare. Right. And I guess Dog Soldiers was almost all men. Yes. So I thought it was cool that he felt like... And I guess he talked to some of his friends and make sure he didn't fall into any weird cliches with this movie, which was very much appreciated. <laughs> I kind of felt like there were still a few. Well, a dumpy. Yes. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the silly girl talk that they yeah. had at the beginning of them all sitting around here. Right. right <laughs> exactly. Like oh, are you dating anyone, at, you know, really new? And I was stop. like, come on. So any other statistics that you learned or read about for the movie? <sighs> there was a lot of interesting things for this movie. One of the things, so the monsters in it, they kept them separate from the rest of the cast. So they were known as like the other cast. 
So the first time that the all-female cast saw the monsters was when they were about to shoot a scene, which is super sweet because I feel like they were just as scared as I was. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I think that keeping them separate probably was a great idea Mm -hmm. because it kind of created some tension probably between them. And the creature's they didn't use just like extras. They were actually actors because the director yep. wanted them to have like personality. Really get into it. Right. And, yeah. So the creatures were actually modeled after Nosferatu, mm-hmm. which for those of you who know or and for those of you who don't, they kind of are vampire looking. So they had the pointy ears. They had very pale skin, pointy teeth, mm-hmm. very like gaunt ghoulish right yes. and then their eyes were cloudy right cloudy. because they're they, blind right they're like little human moles or something yeah jay was saying very like, golem i don't even know i wouldn't call them so much like vampires as i would trolls and then of course he had to make a joke about one of our friends so, oh no yeah and oh, i was God. just like nope <laughs> do you think that vampires were appropriate or were you did you relate them to like another creature golem. yeah they were like Gollum people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But totally blind that. and scarier. Yeah. Slimier. Yes. Slimy. <laughs> Slimy and ghoulish. I do not like. So some of the other statistics that I read about. So there were no actually real caves used in this film at all, which was surprising to me because when you're watching the film, it looks very realistic. Yeah. They said it would be too dangerous. So that's all a giant set or several sets. It, 21, actually. So 21 different sets that they use various angles from different lighting conditions. They kind of tried to use only the light that either the girls were wearing on their head or, you know, the glowing sticks that they were using. (laughs) Which when I was watching, I was making references to a giant glowing adult toy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was reading trivia, and they did, in fact, buy those at an adult toy store. <laughs> so, Very appropriate. <laughs> I don't know want to say why I even would know that, because there is no reason, but that was super funny. So the sets were designed by Simon Bowles? Bowles? Bowles. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> they were like the bowels of the earth, the right? So the I earth. feel... No, it's good. I'm I like butchered it. that name. <laughs> um, so... He also returned for the sets in The Descent Part 2, which I believe went straight to DVD. Ouch. Yeah. Whoops. And then they were built by Rod Boss, which also returned for The Descent Part 2 as well. And both worked on Dog Soldiers with the same director. So they kind of all knew each other, which maybe is why it works so well. Well, or didn't for (laughs) two. (laughs) That's true. The another fact that I was reading was that the park where they were actually supposed supposedly meeting was called Chattanooga Chattanooga National Park, which does not actually exist. Mm -mm. But the name does reference the Chattanooga River, which is a real river where the movie Deliverance was filmed. Oh, Lord. Which is loosely referenced in this movie. Was with it? the nature versus city dwellers oh, kind right. of theme. I thought someone said something. I was like, I missed that. <laughs> no. The big one that I got was the Tomb Raider reference because that was very blatant. Yeah. So 
there was that. So, Michelle, you actually told me this fact. What was one of the crevices called? The the actresses had okay, started so calling one of the crevices. <laughs> one of the crevices they had to go through was very narrow and slippery. And they started referring to it as the vagina. <laughs> so which is perfect and appropriate. And thumbs up, guys. Yes. Great job. I'm glad that you could uh, make the experience <laughs> humorous <laughs> somehow, somehow, right? Yes. Because I, I don't think as an actress, I was trying to think, would I be able to act in this type of scenario, right? Or would I get too in my own head with claustrophobia? Mm-hmm. Not that I suffer from claustrophobia, but you don't know some right. rights until you get into exactly. a situation. And like dark lighting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I yeah, feel like I would be super stressed out. <laughs> Actress that played Sarah actually said she is a little bit claustrophobic. So when they were filming that scene, when everything falls and closes her in, it was not hard for her to go to that place. Yeah. I I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) I, you know, as I'm watching movies, it's so silly because I'm like moving. So I'm like trying to like run or I don't know. Like I you're like the I person like, that plays video games yes. and like turns yes. the thing as you're like playing Mario Kart. You're all <laughs> over the living room. Got it. <laughs> so the last fact that we're going to go over is there were 1000 fake bones made as set dressings. There were two goats, two sheeps and two elk. And the prop director could not even be present with the elk scene because of a fear of maggots. I mean, we're all a little scared of maggots, but I was really grossed look out at them. by them, right? I don't know. It's not a fear. Definitely spiders. I wonder if maggots. he's really afraid of that scene in Lost Boys where the, his rice turns to maggots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That would be. That must have really sent him over the edge. Well, maybe that was his. Uh, his giant scream. Yeah. I was going to say like his muse for the scene or what is not muse. What am I thinking of? His inspiration. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into statistics before I screw up any other vocabulary words. <laughs> so the budget of this movie was $4,362,400 at the current exchange rate because this movie was originally made in the EU. So they were using pounds, which they had it at 3.5 million pounds to be made. Is that you think that's appropriate? Did you were you, you know, if you were to guess, would that would have been? I'm always thrown off by how much movies cost to make. (laughs) Uh, Like the most low budgety looking. I'm like, so that was seven hundred thousand dollars. Like, what do you mean? I have no idea how much how movies cost. How did you cost. spend five million dollars on that? Right. I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, the good cost. news right, is that the movie actually grossed fifty seven million fifty one thousand fifty three dollars. So it definitely made a profit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure if that's like a great number. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't do this very often. I so have no idea. I mean, I feel like it's pretty good, but maybe not. Because in the U.S., it only made $26,024,456. Because I think at this same time, so there was another movie coming out here that was called The Cave. Did you see that? I didn't. I know I didn't either. I didn't. And I can totally see the the movie poster in my mind. Mm -hmm. I don't watch cave movies usually. They're too scary for me. So actually... Going back to the movie poster for this movie, I loved the imagery because mm-hmm. you had the female body forms, right, that are making up 
this skull. Yep. I thought that was so it was a good one. Fun. And it was, it was, uh, was go ahead. It was um reference to Salvador Dali's painting. Is it was it a painting? I don't remember if it was a painting or not. But it was called Female Bodies and which is a s- similarly used in Silence of the Lambs. Yes, that's what it was. So I liked that a lot. So opening weekend <laughs> was August 4th, 2006 here in the US. And the other movies that were opening that weekend was Dead by Dawn. Uh, I have yeah, never heard of that. I have no idea. <laughs> but here, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby was opening. <laughs> Big competition. <laughs> I mean, that movie has a lot of one-liners that are fantastic, but not horror-related at all. Right. Um, And then the other one, The Night Listener. Like Ooh. The Office with mutant with night hearing <laughs> dying. Why does that sound like something I would actually kind of want to see? Well, I do love The Office. Yes. So I'm like anything that's like The Office, but with any weird combination of things sounds (laughs) fine. We're in. I'm in. Let's do it. Maybe that'll be the next one. We'll pitch that to the boys. Yes. (laughs) All right. So this had a runtime of 99 minutes. For the extended cut, it was 100 minutes. Did you feel like this was a long movie? It was a perfect amount of time. Yeah. Because I watched it last night when I got home. I was super tired and I was like, okay, let's do this because it didn't, it wasn't a long movie. It was the perfect amount of time. I agree. If it would have drug out longer with them running around through these caves and being pursued by these, I would have, it would have lost me. I mean, I feel like they could have cut out a little bit Mm -hmm. of the introduction, all of that part, but because it takes them a while to get into the, you know, the caves. So the meat and the potatoes of this whole thing. Uh, the director was Neil Marshall, and he had said, I always wanted to set a movie in a cave. Horror films are best set in the dark, and you can't get any more dark than this. And that is absolutely true. true. <laughs> because I was trying to think, like, how it, they didn't really say how far they had gone or like below, mm-hmm. um, but it was they very... just kept going down and down. Yeah. And down. <laughs> Like down another tunnel and, I, and then down another tunnel. I'm like, this is not good. They are not finding any way out. <laughs> and then the movie is basically, like I said, Deliverance and The Shining and Alien combined. Would you agree with that? Uh, kind of. So The Shining because it follows someone that goes insane, which could be. Which could be. Yeah. Which could be our dear Sarah. Right. A main character. Alien, because it has creatures, creatures and they're cramped in a dark space. And then Deliverance, because they're in Chattanooga. <laughs> Basically an adventure gone wrong, right? Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. So Natalie Mendoza, who is Juno. Who we hate. Yes. Dumpy. She's perfectly hateable. <laughs> he finds them hysterical. And I thought, wow, this is a different way of looking at it. I'm like, um, okay. I guess, like I said, if you are an actress in this type of movie, you have to find humor in what you're doing or else you just get lost in the horrific things that you're doing. And then I think that this director also did Hellboy 2019, two episodes in Lost Space, one episode of Westworld, one episode of Hannibal, two episodes of Game of Thrones, Dog Soldiers, Doomsday, Centurion. And that's it, which I've seen a good amount of these, actually. Westworld, Hannibal, 
Do you, do you ever, did you watch that? Westworld? I or Westworld. Hannibal? I didn't really watch Hannibal. <sighs> so good. Was it really? I didn't, I read the books. The show was amazing. The visuals were so cool. Mm-hmm. And of course they really like played up the food elements because mm-hmm. he's eating people, right? So I was actually able to go to a restaurant in LA where the chef that worked on the show was doing like dinners and it was so cool. Did they have fava beans? No. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I, I do remember I mean the food was delicious. I remember that. But pinning down the planes, eh, not so much. But he served freeze-dried popcorn before it was like a thing, you know, because oh. now you can get it anywhere. Right. right. So you just eat it and you're supposed to close your mouth and you like breathe like a dragon. Well, that was cool. I had never seen it before. But now, like I said, you get to see it all the time. <laughs> it's no big deal anymore. <laughs> so it was the movie was written by Neil Marshall and he admits that his first draft was more a character with women being more stylized, mm. which like you were saying, he actually went out and talked to his friends to make mm-hmm. sure that it wasn't um, cliche. So that's probably good that this is his second draft because it could have been. It rough. could have been pretty bad. And he, <laughs> I like that he so he took all of the women were from all different areas like Scotland, Ireland, America, Hong Kong. Like right. everybody was kind of from somewhere. So there's all these different accents and stuff, which I thought was cool. It wasn't all. Now, did you think that that helped like delineate them, like their yes, characters? Because, well, and like who was talking and screaming. <laughs> okay. I actually I had a confused. really hard time like following characters. Oh. So like they didn't introduce the girls, you know, right away in the film. Mm-hmm. They kind of just. I guess organically, like while talking, would call say each other's names. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it took so long to get some of their to names. I'm like, who, who is this? What do I call this person? Well, I was initially I was confused by everybody having to. I was like, where did all these people <laughs> right. meet? Right, right. Uh, how did you all find each other? Exactly. Like, I don't understand. But it doesn't and I'm really kind of glad that I didn't. Right, that we didn't get that backstory. Like. I don't care I don't if you met in college or you've like, been. Well, do you want to look it up? I was like, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> right, so right. no, yeah. I'm just like my brain is wandering, I think. I yes. Know. So let's get into nicknames, I guess, mm-hmm. which I always struggle with this. So hopefully maybe you can think of some better ones. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, I promise you. So Shauna McDonald's, which is perfect. Sarah Carter, the main actress of the movie. I just said blonde Tomb Raider. I know they already referenced Tomb Raider, but that scene. It's perfect. With her later in the movie where she is like a total badass. I'm like, yes. And she's even doing like the stance. Yeah. Yeah. So with her little pick. Her right? chick with the pick yes. thing. <laughs> All right. Good. That one. And then the next one <laughs> is Natalie Mendoza as Juno Kaplan, which we already said we love to hate her. She is the home wrecker of this movie. Cheating whore. <sighs> Don't like her at all. And I feel like she totally gets what she deserves. Who walks in a room and puts their leg over their head? Thank you. Okay. I was like, bitch, <laughs> stop. Who are you? Please and what are you trying to do? Dog. Who are you trying to impress I right hate now? You so much. It's just us girls here. Like, <laughs> yes, stop. Right? Um, 
apparently she said that her favorite horror movie was Jaws, which the boys just did too. I'm like, oh, all right, I do enjoy Jaws. I mean, and no matter okay. how many times I watch it, I always jump at the scene where the head comes out of the boat underwater. And I'm like, no matter how many times I always jump. You're like, it's fine. I'm an adult now. Yep. I'm still jumping at this. <laughs> Alex Reed as Elizabeth or Beth O'Brien. She was one of my favorite characters of this movie. So I kind of just said like, oh, she's the nice one. Mm-hmm. like Or a, a BFF. Because I felt like they were actually friends. You she's know? like the Leslie Nope. Yes. Everything. She's like oh, helping everyone, that. trying to keep everyone organized. Right. Yeah. And calm. And calm. Right. Yes. She goes back and saves her friend from the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so her favorite movie was The Shining, which That's is a, an, good one. a great one. And one of her quotes is, so much of the crew are male, so it really balances it out for, yeah, which is just interesting. Mayor Mayanna? Mayanna Burring? How would you say that? She was Sam. Um, I just said doctor. I don't really know. It was hard for me to differentiate between Sarah and Sam sometimes because they're both blonde. And I'm like, which one is this? Well, for her too. I'm like, well, what kind of doctor is she? Because later in the movie, they were like, Tell me what what kind of creatures are these? Right. She's like, I do believe that they're human because they're frontal lobe or whatever. I was like, what kind of <laughs> what? Yes, it was interesting. I'm like, well, she is multifaceted. She's setting legs and you know, yeah. classifying creatures. She's a G, <laughs> totally. Yeah, <laughs> and then Saskia Mulder as Rebecca Vernet or Becca. I just called her Spider Monkey because she's the one that's crawling across the the like voids each time to the like set time. the yeah. yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? Is that a Spider Monkey is pretty good because <laughs> that was crazy. You know what I appreciated about that scene too was that she made it look like it was really hard. I would have been very upset if she was just like, okay, no, well, I'm just hanging here. Right. I'm gonna clip this one. I would have been not impressed. Right. So not only are they. She her adrenaline is probably pumping because they're now lost yeah. in a cave, right? Now she's going to have to go across this chasm that they was very deep because yep. they threw a rock down there to figure it out. Yeah, it took a while. <laughs> and yeah, she's having to climb across. I was super impressed. I Jake and I rock climb and I could not do anything there. like that. My like even God. at my best day when we had been climbing for like a couple years. It was super hard to hang upside down. Yeah, I can't do a pull-up. Or even like clip anything in there. (laughs) I was impressed. So, okay, good. I'm glad that was an appropriate name. We don't have names for the rest of them because there's too many. (laughs) Well, and they weren't like super important. So there's Holly, who is Nora Jane Noon. And the only male in this whole movie... It was Oliver Milburn or as Paul Carter. So the husband, the, husband, the cheater part two. <laughs> yeah. And he really didn't have any lines. I mean, I think he had one line in this movie, yeah. which was amazing. Right before he ran his car. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Molly Kale, Cal Kale as Jessica Carter, which is the little girl. They call her Jesse. Oh, yeah. So. Jake always puts me on the spot for this. Oh, God. The recapitation, which is a one sentence summary of the film. Chicks with picks with monsters. I like it. 
Next. <laughs> okay, Michelle did way better than I did. I'm usually doing some long run-on sentence. That makes no sense. I, whatever. I know. <laughs> All right, so let's do the sleigh by pay. The movie starts off with three whitewater rafting uh, women, because we don't know who they are yet. Mm-hmm. And you see a man and a daughter, I'm assuming, that are watching on the rock nearby. Did you think this was an interesting opening to the film? I think it's kind of a character development that like these women are like strong women that are taking themselves white water rafting while their family looks on. They're adventurous, right? right? Their husband is looking on. He's not helping. He's just watching the child, (laughs) you know? So you're kind of like, okay, this is like a girl power thing. Yes. So as they're coming down to the end of the rapid into calm water, they push one of their friends out of the boat. I would have been so pissed. Can we talk about this? Because (laughs) wait, so Michelle, if I push you out of a boat, friendship over, babe. Like your whitewater rafting, they all managed to stay in the boat as far as you can tell from the little clip, right? Right. They don't look like they're too soggy. Okay. <laughs> so she goes to get out of the boat and her friend pushes her in. Right. And it's Calm. not like it's a hot, it didn't seem like a hot day. Cause I mean, no, they had to been... save her with like a paddle, right? To get yes. out of the water. The oh, husband so saves mad. her with a paddle and like pulls her out and then like unlatches her helmet and takes it off for her. And she has this, she looks at him. Right? She does. She gives him a look. Bitch. Not a like, thanks for helping me look like I'll thank you later. Yeah. Look, yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, bad. And I hated it. And it seemed like the like Sarah and the friend also kind of noticed they, uh, this. Yeah. Right. People noticed. I think that at this point, Sarah is oblivious to what's happening. Mm-hmm. But the friend, not so much. Who was that? That was the that was Becca, right? I think it was Becca. The other blonde. Which one is Becca? Oh, the spider monkey. <laughs> I know. Yes. I think it was spider monkey. See, that was, it, it was, was either so... that or Beth. No, it... I think it might have been Beth. No. It was, she was blonde. Oh, they were blondes. Then it was spider monkey. <sighs> I know. See, this is the problem with <laughs> this movie that they I had. They all look the same. Yes. These women all. Okay. So kidding, they're all but thin they do. and beautiful. And I'm like, all I know right, Beth ladies. because she has short brown hair. Or like, <laughs> I know. And then. The Asian one. Yeah. That was the rest of them just a bunch wrecker. of white women. I don't <laughs> right, even know. Right. With a little bit various accents, but still still close. just uh, white women. <laughs> so they get in the car, they're leaving. The girls are like, oh, we'll get the boat out, whatever. You go, since your baby and husband are here. And while they're driving, Sarah asks her husband if everything's okay, because he seemed a little bit distant, because he wasn't really saying anything mm-hmm. in the car ride. Because he's thinking about that old hoe bag. Mm-hmm. She killed him. She killed him. <gasps> it's her fault. I don't feel like she blamed herself, though. Oh, she, never does. <laughs> she never does. So as she is asking, he's turning to her and saying, like, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Right. And then they crash their car mm-hmm. and he gets impaled mm-hmm. by some pipes. And at first I like saw like a puddle of red liquid underneath the car but it wasn't on the driver's side it was on so well, when it happened i, it I thought the that the pole went through sarah's head because it, all you saw was like blonde hair or maybe all i saw was blonde hair but maybe that was just her like whiplashing against the well and i think that dash. we assume that too was because this was made in the uk uk so, so it's on the other side of the right. road oh it's so right did we assume that it was her because it what 
technically it went through the passenger side of we're our... confused Americans and we don't know what <laughs> side of the road they were on. But I was also reading trivia and they that was one of the goofs. Oh, that they <laughs> so they were on one side of the road. And then when they were coming back, they were on the other side of the road. Oh, I didn't even notice. that. So I'm confuzzled. The I fact no that idea. we're confused, maybe it's not our own yes. fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I saw this puddle of red liquid. Right. And I was like, that can't be blood. Like, it's not seeping out of the car that quickly. Right. And then I think that was signifying that the daughter in the back was also injured. And I was like, oh, no. Just him would have been fine. Yes. Yeah. Just but that side of the car. Did that, the impaling of the like car and the husband, did that remind you of Final Destination? Yes. yes that's exactly what we said. Oh, okay. Because like, that is some Final Destination shit right there. I mean, that's like not really horror movies, but I feel like that. Yes. Uh, horror yeah. comedies? Uh, yes. Horror comedies. Horror comedies. Yes. Wait, that's something else. <laughs> I think. Um, so that's I totally thought of that when that uh, when the pipes went through I was like, oh, that's bummer. so then the next thing we see is Sarah waking up in the hospital and she's like pulling all the tubes off of her because she has no idea where she's at. And she's exiting the hospital, uh, her hospital room and going down the hallway. And like the so lights creepy. are cl- like going off behind her. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So she starts to run and like it's starting to catch up with her, but she's like hallucinating. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Maybe that's when she went crazy. See, oh, I'm thinking back now. And she runs to her BFF. Yes. And crying, of course, tears. And she's apologizing. And the friend's telling her that her daughter didn't make it because she's asking where's mm-hmm. Jesse. Super emotional. Yes. <sighs> that was awful. And it kind of gives insight to um, the friends a little bit more, mm-hmm. like the true friends, right? And yeah, because Bitch Ho is just like watching her. Yeah. Juno, in case you don't know who that is. <laughs> it's Juno. So after that scene, it kind of jumps right into a year later. Yes. And the girls are going spelunking and Sarah's in the car with her BFF and she's uh, telling her like, "Look, we don't have to do this. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. We can turn around right now. We can go get some drinks and go dancing at a nightclub in town." Yep. And I'm like, "Yes. Yes. Do, do that. that. Please do that." <laughs> be reckless. Go do that. <laughs> but Sarah is like, "No, I'm I'm not going to be the one that tells her like we're not going. So let's just go. I, you know, I and asked for this." And then we're getting tacos after. Yeah. 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 Which tacos always. (laughs) Um, So they get to the cabin. All the girls are there. They're all catching up and drinking, which I thought what, like I said, was a little cliche. It was a little cliche. But I mean. I mean, all we was missing was like a pillow fight and some nail polish. Right. It's fine. (laughs) Um, As they're going on, the night goes on, they're going to bed. Um, Sarah is in bed and she can't sleep and she goes to the window because she hears a noise, right? And then she gets impaled through the eye, yeah. which turns out to be a horrible nightmare. Yes. And I was like, dude, that was the first time I jumped in the movie. It was a, yeah. Oh, no. I think, no, did I jump when the, Brian said I clawed his whole arm at that moment. Did you jump when they the husband got impaled in the cr- oh, yeah. car crash? I don't know. I can't remember. I if think I, I was did or shocked. Not. Yeah, that's I don't what know I think if I too. jumped as much as I was shocked. 
Because well, you kind of see it coming, you right? You see it coming, but you think it's just going to be like a car crash. Right. And then they get impaled and you're like, oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think that this like her nightmare was my first true like jump scare of the movie. Yeah, I have had dreams <laughs> where it is super realistic and but nothing like that. Like that was this scary. This <laughs> I was like, yes. holy shit. But I guess I've never had like anything super traumatic, traumatic happen to me. So I'm thankful that I haven't. So what happens next, Michelle? Oh, well, this is a scene where Juno goes around and wakes everyone up, which in the movie, they make it look like it's different cabins, but it's actually all one cabin. That was super weird, right? And then she just does a standing split for no goddamn reason. All right. Waking people up. Just just one legged waking people up. Like, why? (laughs) Right. Thank you. I was like, like, I think I hate her. And then that happened. I was like, yeah, it's no, for sure. I I hate her. She's (laughs) stupid. And I hate her. They're dumb head and leg. I can't. Do you think that the director asked her to do that? Or do you think that she was like ad-libbing I that? I think right? she's so extra that she put that in. I really. I hope that is the case because. Oh, God. I can't imagine someone be like, OK, and now at this scene, you do a you put your foot over your dumb head. Like what? But it was cute when the Holly tried to do it and then she fell over. I was like, yes. OK, that's more real. Like, absolutely. Come on, girls. As. Because when you guys came over today, we were all trying to do one-legged <laughs> squats and looking like idiots falling over all over the place. I was holding so a baby, like, so I could abstain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could totally get the falling over scenario here. So before they go, they take their group photo, which they've kind of been doing for a while because they show past photos of mm-hmm. the girls together on adventures. And you kind of know that it's going to be like a foreshadowing that they're going to go back to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. The fact that they're commemorating them all together. I'm like, oh, no. This, and the the picture mm-hmm. was black and white. Right. Yeah. yeah so I'm like, oh, does, did that say anything to you? No. No. OK. What did it say to you? Well, because it was black and white, I was like, okay, this kind of, to me, was more of a foreshadowing. Like, if it was, like, a colorful, like, it would have been, like, more of a happy, you know, picture. But the fact that they did it in, like, monotone, I felt like it was kind of like, okay, this is this is going to end. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, this will be know. the Maybe last I was one reading and too they'll much look into back it. into it. And it's like a picture from the past. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Well, I mean, all, all pictures, pictures from the past. <laughs> I'm a dum-dum. I'm playing Brian here. (laughs) Just kidding. Don't tell him I said that. (laughs) So after the picture, they all get in the cars. Sarah's driving like a maniac. I was like, okay. I was having a little bit of anxiety. I was like, I know I'm old when I'm watching her drive. And I'm like, you need to slow down. Like, you guys are going to get a flat tire. And actually, that would probably be for the best. Now I think. (laughs) Right? That would have been the best thing to wait for AAA out there. And... Just delay it all. Yeah. Well, and I was like, okay, she has been through trauma. Like maybe she's just like, fuck it. I don't, I don't have anything else yeah. to live for. Like, I'm just gonna we're doing this. Do whatever I want now. I'm gonna be super reckless. But still, you have your friends in the car with mm-hmm. you. And I'm like, this seems like a terrible idea. I was like, her shocks are probably leaking. Because <laughs> I totally just did that to my Subaru. I was yes. like, you're gonna have to take it in for service. Oh no. Because I'm an old adult now. Okay. So the hike that we went on the other day when we pulled up to like drive in, Jake was gonna park next to you. There's like a big 
like yeah. dip. And I was like, you can't park there. And he's like, Michelle did. I was like, she has a four wheel vehicle, dear. Well, we there are was in another your- area too. Cause Brian <sighs> tried to go out that way. I was like, don't you do that with my new tires and shocks, buddy. See, <laughs> go out the way you came <laughs> over here. Jake over here in his little hybrid Ford fusion trying to off road. And he's like, dear, and he got super mad. I was like, I am just trying to save your car. I'm okay, sorry. Do what you want. I so they're driving to what they think is Borum caves or what they call it boredom caves right because mm-hmm. it's like this tourist trap where Gift everyone goes right handrails um, and you see juno leave this the map of the caves in her glove compartment and it does say Borum caves mm-hmm. and so i'm like okay more foreshadowing right as the then the girls are like, all right, we're going to hike to the mouth of the cave, which was further than they expected because you hear them complaining. And I'm like, oh, typical. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, not only that, like you guys are going to a cave. Like, like did you, you just guys in be pretty good shape? Like, come <laughs> right. on, you guys are all doing head splits or whatever. Um, be fine. So apparently Juno had gone a week beforehand, did like a free trip, I guess, to Check see where everything was and make sure it was cool. And they filed a, what do they call it? Like a trip ticket or something like that with the forest oh, yes. rangers. Mm-hmm. So they would know where they were. So they had mentioned that. And so they get up to the river and follow it up to the cave. But before they get there, they see a, a t- big dead elk with a crow eating it. Oh, see, look what I put deer. Well, what it was. I'm it was sure it elk. was an elk. <laughs> But so this was the the animal with the maggots all over it. Oh yeah, it that the guy so could watch. <laughs> Which I thought, like, I was glad that they their reactions weren't like overdone. Like you'll be fine. Reaction. Yeah, it's not moving. So then they get to the mouth of the cave, and one of them says, "I'm an English teacher, not a fucking tomb raider." Do you know who this was? I, I know. Who, I didn't even notice who said that. No. And I was like, which one is a teacher? I knew one is a doctor. I knew one was a... I also had to watch this without subtitles, which I was very upset about. Oh, no. (laughs) I watch everything with subtitles. We do, too. And it would have been helpful for this, too, because I would have been able to see exactly who was saying what it would have said. Like, the name. I don't think ours did say, like, who was saying it. I think it was just, like, reading the line. Yeah. So, yeah. that Like I said, this is one of my issues with the movie. They all, I mean, while they did have different accents, I was like, oh, they're yes. kind of all blending together. Yeah. Anyway, what happens next? Uh, so they get down to the bottom of the cave, which when they're going down into the cave, I'm already out. Like, <laughs> I'm not the one. No. Blang? Down? No. Nope. Not the one. No. <laughs> no. Because I'm like, well, who's going to come get me out of this? <laughs> I can get down, but I'm not getting back up. Uh so Sarah starts wandering around the tunnel and just this bunch of bats fly oh out at her. God. It was scares the crap out I of jumped. her. She's like, I didn't really jump. No? No. Damn it. Surprisingly, because it was very <laughs> jumpy in this movie. Very jumpy. <laughs> and then while she's down there, she sees on the rocks there's some bloody fingertips and she puts her fingers on them and is like, What are these? Mm-hmm. And at that point, I would be like, All right. Now I'm out. I'm good with the coming down, you know, getting into the cave. But the bat omen and the bloody no. fingerprints. Yep. And I'd be like, you know, ladies, there's too many omens for me, guys. <laughs> Didn't we pack some beers in the truck? Yeah, I don't like it. 
Okay. So the bats, the initial, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't jump because I, they did look terrible after the initial, like of them flying out, do, like they panned up to see them like flying out the top of the cave. I'm like, this looks so silly. I it was, was not cool. realistic. Yeah, I thought it was cool because I just like bats. Yeah. yeah. I think the CGI was just like you could tell A that they weren't off. real. Bats. I'm like, yeah. you could have just used real ones. Yeah. Come on. Can't be that expensive, right? Just add it to your budget. You're already at three million dollars, right? Five million or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't know how much this costs. Like how expensive could bats be, really? <laughs> so then they make another terrible decision. And Sarah ends up finding this tiny hole in the wall and is like, let's jump in, guys. This way. This way. The tiniest way. Oh, God. The vagina way. And I kept thinking, like, it is a good thing that they are all so skinny because that's why I, I said don't I was think like, I could fit through one those. of y'all. <laughs> like, if this was after Christmas or something, like, nobody would have made it very far. Like, they could have saved themselves. Yes. A lot of heartache. I was like, I would have been like, well, I'm out by virtue of a me being scared. And two, I am not fitting down that hole. So have fun. (laughs) See you later. So then they go down the pipe, as they say, and they come out into this like big underground cave, Mm -hmm. which (laughs) they kind of like had all separated to explore. And they did a very like forced perspective where I think Sarah was in the foreground and then there was like the girls in the background. I'm like, oh, this looks so cheesy. It did. And I get that you're using like, obviously it wasn't a real cave. It was like a made up set and you were trying to use, you know, the camera angle to set the scene. But I'm like, oh, I feel like this could have been done better. Yeah. No, that's to me. Anyway, (laughs) you're like the only way in so far as a tiny hole. So, yeah, I think Jake has just made me overanalyze movies. So thanks a lot for that. Can't just enjoy (laughs) a movie. No, I'm just like, this was a terrible shot. Why did he do that? Who made this decision? This is really absurd. (laughs) Uh, So Sarah hears something and goes off on her own. And she's kind of looking around. but She doesn't find anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like Juno. She goes back and you know, was sitting with her and she apologizes for not sticking around after the accident, which I did not feel like that was appropriate. Appropriate one, because when you're down in a cave, now is not the time to bring up this shit, right? Nope. Because you got to be in a good mental state to be down there in the first place. And now Plus you're, you're like trapping a like she's a captive audience. Uh, well, that's part true. like that's not fair to do to her. Like, move on. But I also didn't feel like it was like she really meant it. Yeah. I felt it, like it she was something she felt like she needed to yeah. say. But it was. Yeah. Half half meant. Mm, yeah. And then what happens next? Uh, let's see. She. Oh, God. She's like, all right, this is awkward. I'm going to explore. Yeah. I'm not hungry anymore. And I'm like, I would have felt the same way. So she goes off on her own again. And I'm like, this, you need to stop doing this. You can't be leaving the group. This is a terrible idea. But she finds the next passage, which is smaller than they thought. One of the girls says like, well, this is smaller than I thought. And it's not how I imagined it from the book. And then we find out. Dumby says, this is not those caves that we were supposed to go to. 
Oh, and also I left the map and I left the book. in the car. But it doesn't matter because these aren't even <laughs> those caves. And she knew that. So that's why she <sighs> left it. Yeah. She keeps saying, like, I don't get lost. Like, that's not who I am as a person. Like, I don't get lost. And then she clearly got lost in some bed sheets. Ooh. Got lost with her husband. Not Sarah's husband. Anyway. She tripped. <laughs> She tripped, obviously. <laughs> so there is no map for this cave system because it's a new cave system that no one has ever been down before. Or, yeah, and or it's like, so they think. Juno's trying to get like the band back together right. by exploring these caves and like mapping the system on their own. And ugh. and she's like, oh, I thought we could name it after ourselves. I'm like, no. I love it. Sarah's like, name it after me or name it after you? <laughs> because we know it's for you. Mm hmm. Too much. This, I mean, I do feel like the girl drama was appropriate, right? I mean, yeah. you and I. Get a bunch of hens together. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't really do girl drama. It's terrible. So I, I this is why I don't have a lot of girlfriends because I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. Plus, one of them <laughs> slept with the other one's husband. Like, no, stop. That would never happen to my circle of friends. <laughs> so as they're going into this new ravine, they are new tunnel they come to a large chasm which they have to figure out how to cross and spider monkey over here has to rig a line to get everyone across oh god so they throw a rock down to see how far it is and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and then you finally hear it drop and you're like sweet jesus i thought that was so appropriate it was a building cool. tension right yes like, oh, yes because no. it it ups the, if they were the boys they would have definitely spit right off the ledge <laughs> peed whatever something it was like <laughs> some oh. body fluid it wouldn't have been a rock <laughs> i i thought i liked it but like you were saying her actually putting the like i forget what they're called i don't even know i don't know cave things the little things that you jam in the rocks yeah. that you can get a <laughs> rope on so you can climb across yes yeah she was really exerting herself and i appreciated that because that has to be hard. You're hanging from one arm on just like a tiny piece of rock with a whole lot of nothing for a long yep. time below you. So it, it was important for her to. Uh, In my notes, I put she is a badass rock. <laughs> Becca is a badass bitch. Hundred <laughs> percent. So as she's right doing the rig, she actually sees a clip that was already there. Yes. Meaning that there someone must have been down there. And they're like, what's wrong? She's like, nothing. No big deal. <laughs> Don't worry. Keep it pushing. <laughs> um, so they get across safely, thankfully, which I was like, okay, I've been zip lining. Maybe that wouldn't be so bad. And then I was thinking about how deep it was and how dark it was. Again, <laughs> I am not the one. No. All of these are hard passes for me. <laughs> Yes. I think that if it if they had actually gone to the original cave site that they were supposed to be going to, I would have been in. But the fact yeah. that this was well, unmapped, undiscovered. Well, if they all knew they were going in for that, like maybe they would have brought extra supplies. They would have brought food. Maybe somebody would have carried a gun. I don't know. Something, right? Something. Oxygen, possibly. More, yes. More supplies <laughs> for this. <laughs> Dang, Juno. Well, so knowing that they don't have enough supplies, right? Sh Juno insists on taking everything because 
they, they don't have enough supplies, mm-hmm. right? She knows so, that they're going to need it yeah, because they just don't have what they don't have the appropriate everything they need. Right. Because when sweet Sarah got stuck, she had to leave her rope bag before everything collapsed on them. So they were down a rope. Oh, and so Juno Dumby, she's like, oh, we need everything. So she's going to climb across like Spider Monkey did. Mm-hmm. But she's not as much of a badass. So she almost falls. And when one of the girls go to grab her to keep her from, they should have let her fall. Like by, <laughs> right then and there. By and like, sorry. By, <laughs> yeah. And then she ended up giving him one of really bad rope burn on her hand. Oh my gosh. And yeah. I thankfully, I mean, I mean, sometimes the trash takes itself out. You should have just <laughs> let her fall. That's right. Bye. <laughs> I cannot imagine having those kind of rope burns and then having to climb through more gross tunnels. Right. Nope. Unfortunate. So then they continue crawling further into this cave and they come up like across some cave drawings. It was so cool. I thought so, too. It was too. super cool. Now, who do you think left that? Do you think that it was the creatures or do you think that it was the previous like person that had been down there? Right. Because they found the the equipment. So I'm not sure. I've been kind of trying to work this out. Like, who are the people that got stuck down there that became the creatures? Right. And then who are maybe people that used the cave system before, like maybe prehistorically or something, mm-hmm. you know? Native Americans or right. something in the area. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know because they, they're they looking at this cave painting and it shows a picture of the mountain and then it shows two entrances and exits to the cave and it has like bears and um, elk and stuff right. down there too. I thought it was really neat. I was really excited when they found it because I like finding that stuff. You're like, yeah. I like hiking and stuff. So I'm like, oh, awesome. They found a thing. Well, and it was good because, like you said, there were two mountains. So they kind of thought that signified that there was mm-hmm. another exit. So it that was gave them hope. Right. But it was interesting, like you were saying, if the creatures were people that had like gotten lost down there and then kind of adapted. Yeah. Or if they. Yeah. Or if that was before. And then I don't even know if like those guys ate those people. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea. Terrifying. Either way, because the fact that if you were just stuck down there, I mean, I guess you would try and survive. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle's like, no, I'm good. I would rather not be a blind fish <laughs> person. Starve myself. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe throw myself down one of the ravines. I will like eat rock or something <laughs> like till I get outside of this damn cave. I don't even know. What I- Movies scare me when I don't have a plan. Oh, absolutely. Like if I can figure out a plan, I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. I see how like I see how this is going to end. I have no plan for right. this. No, I know. My plan is to not ever go cave. <laughs> so, okay. How about just rock climbing in a gym? Would you be? Okay oh, yeah. All sure. right. Cool. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm afraid of heights. Oh, okay. I'm afraid of falling from heights. So, <laughs> and I have no upper body strength. So that's fun. Um. So. This is, I think, my first, like, remembering the first view of the monster. Like, when they're looking at the cave drawings, they're, like, you see this, like, shadow of a creature, like, crouching down and drooling, Mm -hmm. right? I was like, oh, this is so creepy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I thought that was very appropriate to create, like, tension. Mm -hmm. Because you can't really see 
You know something. The creature, there. right? Yeah. You can you this is this you get like a vision of the head and like the body form, mm-hmm. um, but subtle. you don't get to see anything else. I like it when they break things in subtly, you mm-hmm. know, because when they just like all at once, like, here's the monster. You're like, I'm too used to this now. Exactly. Yes. So they the girls come to this crossroads, right, where they have three tunnels. So they continue on climbing from after the they find the drawings and then they come to the tunnels and they can't figure out which one to go down. So they use a lighter to see which one has a breeze. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I would not have known to do that. No, me either. But I'm glad that they did. It only worked maybe <laughs> 60% of the time. That's true. <laughs> so was this the one she got to, though? And she's like, I don't know. There's not a flame in any of them. So figure it out. I think that was a little bit later. Okay. This was um, the first time. So Holly just rushes in like, okay, cool. If there's a breeze, that, that means that this has to be a way out. Right. And so Holly, who. She's pretty reckless. She, yeah. She reminds me of like a, like a kid sister or something. Mm-hmm. That's just like, I don't know. I don't know she if she was like trying ahead. to like prove herself because she wasn't really part of the group mm-hmm. or if she was just as, as foolhardy as Juno and just like, I have to be the first to discover this. Right. So she runs down the tunnel and thinks that she sees daylight. So she's like, look, guys, look. And they're calling after her like, well, slow down. And she falls. And she doesn't just fall like she biffs it hard. <laughs> she falls into a hole. Oh, God. So she falls into that hole and you're like, OK, she probably broke her leg. And then you see it and it is a bone sticking yep. right out of her Compound leg. Compound break. Nasty. Bad. Yes. And <laughs> at that point, I'd be like, come back for me. I'm just going to stay here. I can't imagine the amount of pain. I have never broken a bone. Have you? Yes. Yes. Compound break? No. Okay, thank God. God, no. (laughs) No. I feel like I've had sissy breaks compared to that. No. I fractured my ankle, but that is the extent of my, like, injuries, Mm -hmm. basically. So if I saw a bone sticking out. If I saw a bone, I would pass out right there, I'm pretty sure. But, I mean, I've broken my elbow and, like, still rode my horse home. Well, that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't wash my hair or anything, but I had to oh, have God. a lot of help after that. So I just, I cannot imagine seeing your bone sticking out of your. Well, body. and then the fact they're trying, right? They try and set it. They're like, oh, okay, everyone comes down. They're make helping her, and I... they're making a splint. She's like, okay, I'm gonna have to pull on this to get it back in. And I'm like, what? Most people would have passed out. Thank you. And she didn't. And I was like, I feel like this could have been a little bit more realistic. Mm -hmm. And maybe they were trying to save time because if she passed out, then they would have to wait. And, you know, she's dead weight at that point. Right. Are you going to drag her everywhere? Yeah. So I guess to save time, it was appropriate. Well, and then right after that. So they go up like this cliff, like they're climbing up this cliff. And I'm like, well, how are they going to get little? Yeah. How did they get her up? up there? They never showed no. it because that's too far. And I know for a fact that they didn't use like a rope pulley system because there was nothing to like they didn't gather anything after they had gotten up there. Nope. So I'm like, God, really? But they, they, it's yeah. fine. Movies. Mistake number two. Wrong side of the road. <laughs> Getting a girl up <laughs> with a broken leg with clearly not using any type of equipment. Uh, yes. So somebody has got to be super buff and given a piggyback ride. <laughs> I don't even know. As they're dealing with this 
Holly and her broken leg. Um, they get up into like this new system, right? They climbed up and yeah. then there's this creepy giggling. Did I didn't you hear, hear that? that? I did oh, not hear that. It was maybe I was imagining it. I don't know. I thought well, I heard no, because like a, they did have like children creatures yeah. in there. So I believe okay. that. I just I didn't hear it. Okay. I was probably focused on how did they get that bee up there <laughs> without, you know, showing it to me. Well, so Sarah hears it, right? And she, like, goes off to, like, see what it was. And she finds this old helmet, mm-hmm. right? This old, like, mining caver helmet. Yeah. And it was rusted. And so, and you could tell that it was, like, like centuries. Like, yeah, past, it was you know, like, it wasn't just, it was like, metal 10 years. And it was, yeah. <laughs> and then that's when you kind of get... So behind that, was it to the side of it? Like further in the cave is the first time you kind of get a full body view of this creature. And it's like super golem. Yes. It's crouching down and it's like not really noticing that she's looking Mm -hmm, at it yet. mm -hmm. So it's just doing creepy crawly things. Right. Because she shines her light like down the tunnel or down like another passage i don't know and sees it and so i was just like okay it's not reacting to the light which is weird mm-hmm. but clearly they've been living down there with no light so they that was the point where you're like they must be blind okay and then it just crawls away mm-hmm. right and i was like oh that was really creeping me because out. i thought i truly thought she was gonna be the first one dead because i thought it yeah. was just gonna attack her and go, dude, you did not. No. So from the beginning, I told Brian, I was like, we're too invested in this character. Yeah. She's going to be the last one to either die or she's going to live. I thought they were going to reverse my expectations. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> so Sarah goes back and she's telling the girls like, look, I someone is down here. It is creepy and no one believes her. They're like, no, you know what? You're You're down here. right? You're starting to freak out. The air down here, it can cause you to, you know, freak out, Mm -hmm. lose your mind. I was I was asking Jake because I was like, okay, I cannot get past this. Why did this dumb bee think that there was light in the tunnel if they're so far down here? And she was like, oh, it's phosphorus rock. I'm like, does that that glow? I don't know. I should have looked it up. I didn't either. Maybe I'm assuming that I was like, these are cave people. They know what they're talking about. I have no idea. This is like how Jake and I trust you guys about all mountain things. We're like, oh, no, they're mountain people. Don't worry. They know about these things. Don't worry. (laughs) The rock glows. Sure. Sure thing. (laughs) It affects me not at all. So it's fine. So this is the part where they come to the the second set of tunnels and they don't know which way to go because they try the lighter trick and, and none of them are working. And. While they're like figuring it out, they're standing in their little cluster and the creature comes up behind them. And I, I jumped super hard. Okay. So, you know, like in the 1950s where they would show the girls in the theater that like scream and like put their hands up and like wave them (laughs) and put something over their head. I did that. I haven't done that in a very, (laughs) very long time. It was in like that involuntary Fear. Yes. I was so fucking scared. The, like, Brian said I clawed my nails into his <laughs> poor arm at the same time, too. Like, once I got under the blankets, I was yes. like, no. <laughs> I just, like, I think I just, like, scrunched my neck up because I was like, oh, my God. Like, having someone that close behind you and, oh, it freaked me out. So then it kind of, like, ran because they all screamed and they kind of scatter. 
mm-hmm. right? So they all kind of go down different ways. And there's actually there. It turns out there's more than one. There's two of them, I believe. Yeah. And they're getting attacked. One kills Holly. Obviously, I mean, she, she can't run. Yeah. So she's she was easy. gone. She's she was a goner. So they bit her neck. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. They oh. seem to go for the neck a lot. Yeah. Smart. You're right. Maybe they, because they hunt animals, right? Yeah. So that's probably one of the yeah. easiest like ways bite. to kill. Yeah. And so Juno is trying to save Holly, but then she has to fight off one, like the other one, and kills it. But she's a total badass doing. I was like, wow. I still hate her, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it didn't like give her any plus right. points. No redeeming, you know, qualities here, but I mean, good for you. You're- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't die yet again. Great. Great. As she stands up, she thinks that she hears another one of these creatures and swings her pick and kills Beth. Beth through the neck. Does not kill her. Oh, that's a good point. She just gets her through the neck and then they both freak out. And Beth kind of goes down and Juno's like, sweet Jesus, what have I done? And then she just leaves her. Okay. How did you feel when that happened? I was I was trying to put myself in that <laughs> position. Right. Because I would like have been if I swinging swung my pick. and hit you in the <laughs> neck, I would feel terrible. <laughs> but then on the other hand, I was like, if there were creatures, I would be swinging that thing all which ways. Yeah. Sorry. Like, yeah. don't get in my don't way. Don't come and near me. Her. I kind of felt like, I mean, she should have said something. Yes. Right? Like, hey, I'm behind you. Yeah. I don't know. Like, but I think she came up after all of that happened. So those oh, little guys maybe. were dead. So she was just coming up like, hey, but see, you, you say something. But yeah, <sighs> say something or you'll get an axe in your neck. But it was odd that Juno like didn't go to her. She didn't touch her. She didn't do anything. Right. She was like frozen like she always is. <laughs> just like freezes and is not warm or sorry or anything. Right. It was. Yeah. I. I think I just wrote that kind of off as like, she's in shock. Yeah. But then you're right. She's she just kind, kind of, of just emotionless. Who she is as a person. Yeah. And then she leaves her, I guess. And she did her head splits and took off. <laughs> she did God, it. She, she didn't do that. Done one of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I might have turned the movie off yeah, right then too. and there. <laughs> that would have went a different way. Completely. A pirouette. <laughs> oh, man. So okay, they so- kind of like see where the other girls are at, right? Because they've all split up. So we got Juno, we got Holly, now we have Beth. So now the they they start to go to Sarah, mm-hmm. right? Because she went down the super dark cave and she has the camera with her because they were filming this. And thankfully, I mean, the camera had in, infrared mm-hmm. function. So she could kind of see like what was down yeah, by her. She landed without, and her light went out again, mm-hmm. yeah. So she ends up in like this cave with just bones everywhere. Super creepy. Bones and bones and bones. And it was at this moment that Brian said, I bet she's going to have to watch them eat Holly right now. And I (gasps) was like, oh, Brian. And he was right. Boom. Here comes Holly and they are inviscerating her. Okay. So I saw the camera light. And I was like, why isn't she covering that red button? Like, I mean, they can't see. see I realized that afterwards, but that was my immediate. No, we kind of have an idea, but we weren't sure like how much they could. Right. Right. And I was just like, 
what is this BC doing? She's going to get herself eaten. Yeah. And so they, you see them eating her. And then it goes to the other girls. And there's and a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of creepy crawly things in the dark. So then we're going to, do they, is at this point, do they go follow Spider Monkey and Dr. So Spider Monkey and Doctor are in a different passage. Right. And they're holding on to each other. Oh, right, right, right. Because the one of the things came up to them and they were so quiet. They were so quiet because they, they had kind of figured it out maybe. Mm-hmm. That if they don't make any sound, mm-hmm. that the thing can't find it. And it's like crawling all over them and it kind of maybe sees them. And then this stupid idiot <laughs> Fitbit or whatever goes yeah, what, off. that was. Oh God! So she takes it off and throws it, and then thank the goodness goes after it. Yeah. she was able to do that fast enough. Oh, that was terrifying. Yeah, and that that caused me a lot of anxiety because <laughs> yeah. I constantly have my watch and like my Fitbit on, and yeah, I could only imagine. And Aurora tries to take it off, and I can't get it off that fast. I'm just saying, I you probably could. would have been eaten. No, you could. <laughs> I don't know. I would gnaw that thing off my arm <laughs> if I had to. I Break it. Care. Your super strength <laughs> kicks in, right? So after we see that, it goes back to Sarah. Is that right? Am I getting that right? I think Juno is what? And then it shows Juno walking along and she sees arrows pointing different ways, right? Okay. And then she comes back. Hmm. I think there was, okay. So there was a point where Sarah, like the creature goes up to the camera and is like drooling all yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And I can't remember like if they did like a back and forth or if it was just all Sarah and then they went just the doctor and, and spider monkey. And this then they kind of kind of back. confusing because there's a lot of characters in a lot yeah. of different places. Yes. And again, names. Who knows? A bunch of white ladies. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and an Asian at this point. Um. So we figure out what the girls are doing. Then we see G- Juno trying to find the other girls because now she's by herself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, she finds arrows. Yes. Which paint like painted on the walls that are pointing to different passages, which she thinks is the way out potentially. Would you trust them? I don't What the hell would you trust? <laughs> I mean, that was kind of like your only hope. You're like, okay, uh, cool. Maybe it. let's try it. It's the only see. thing that's happening in here. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So clearly it I mean, again, it's showing that there's there have been other people down here. Maybe it was the creatures that Mm -hmm. were down there, like before they kind of turned. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe it was the people that did the cave paintings. Right. I wouldn't know where they were. So she's going down a tunnel and sees that it's pointing the opposite direction. But I think that she hears either Sarah or somebody screaming. Yeah. She comes back. Which I was like, okay, that's kind of redeeming. No. Still hate her. (laughs) (laughs) She's a human dud. So Sarah, so I think that's right. So Juna goes to find Doctor and Spider Monkey because Sarah is by herself now. Yes. So she finds Doctor and Spider Monkey and she keeps saying, I have to find Sarah. I have to find Sarah. Yeah. And, I'm not leaving her. Yeah. And they, oh yeah, they heard Sarah scream and they're like, mm-hmm. Sarah's dead, baby. Like, right. let's move on. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, Sarah, not dead. Not dead. Super not is dead. Is being a badass and making a torch from yeah. like either like kerosene or like lighter fluid. In one of the bodies, there was something in there like a 
torch. Mm-hmm. No, or, I uh, think like kerosene or right. something. And she put it on a big stick or a bone. Was it a bone? So I think that was the splint, the hatchet like that oh, they had set Holly's leg it. with. She cuts it off and then wraps it with the fabric and then puts the lighter fluid and uses it as a torch. I'm like, OK, boss move. Brilliant. Yeah. I would not have known to do that. And then behind her is a crawler oh. child. It's a girl. Oh, it was a girl. How did you know that? They showed it had like longer. Well, I mean, I'm a, sorry for our gender neutrals, <laughs> but it had like long hair and it had like a like a higher kind of. Okay. Um, Maybe it was the voice thing. Giggle and when I was earlier. reading the um, information on the movie, mm-hmm. it did say that they wanted it to be like a family. Oh, like them. a creature. Feet. Yeah. So they had children and like females. And oh, stuff. that is like, weird. Of course they would have to have female ones. They can't. Just right. Have they have male. to reproduce. So, yeah. I don't know if it was a little girl or like a woman, but it was a female one that she was fighting with. Yeah. Also appropriate for the female cast. Right. Yeah. I like it. All Keep it monsters. female. Can't be men against women here, guys. <laughs> oh, God. That, yeah. That was I so really glad that it she's was fighting with the female one. She lands in like this pool of it looks like blood vomit. Is that are we skipping ahead? No, you're right. But she just no, she finds she finds Beth first. Oh, God. Okay, sorry. She she finds Beth. Right. So like because she's in this cavern by herself. She has the torch. Right. Which is actually a really cool shot, I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And she finds Beth. And Beth tells her not to trust Juno with her dying breath. Like, do not trust. And she's like, no, we can't leave you. I'm taking you with me. And she's like, no, you just don't trust her. You got to get yourself out. And she gives her Juno's necklace. Yeah. Like maybe because she had grabbed it off when she put the axe through her when Mm -hmm. she was when Beth was about to fall. She grabbed that off of Juno's neck. Mm -hmm. So she gives it to Sarah at this point and tells her that Paul her husband had given it to her mm-hmm. and she sees his phrase love each day. And that was mentioned earlier in the movie. Like while they're having their little girl chit chat, she's like, Oh, Paul used to say love each day. And the girls all got really quiet. She's like, well, anyway, and she kind of moved on. So I was like, Oh, that's a good callback. Mm-hmm. And also very telling that clearly there was something going on and a very good reason not to trust her. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Beth has to, or no, Sarah has to kill Beth because she's like, you can't take me with you. Yeah, the monsters are coming. They can hear them coming. Yes. She's like, please, for the love of God, kill me now. Yeah. Which I I told Brian, I was like, I would kill you. For sure. I would do that for you. He's like, I would do that for you too. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I was like, so please make sweet. it fast. Like smash me with a rock like she did. That was very smart. Okay. I was like, she must be super strong. Like some adrenaline's going on because one hit to kill her. I was like, I mean, yeah, at least she made it fast. I'm glad that she only had one hit because I could not have sustained my cool with multiples in this situation. <laughs> my God. So I think that this is when the, the kid, like the child creature attacks her and okay. she falls into the pool, Ugh, which blood was so, it was like blood vomit, diarrhea. So I, I just, obviously like, ugh. this was the first time I saw this movie, but I remember that scene from commercials. Oh, Do you remember I like them remember advertising it. this movie? Mm-hmm. This like they were showing her coming out of that pool of blood and it's which I thought was an and amazing nasty. visual. Ugh. And it's like chunky water. It's like chunky blood. 
water. I felt my stomach is feeling weird talking about it. Honestly, (laughs) sorry. That made it even better for me. The fact that it was like, there was like weird debris on top was just the icing on the vomit blood cake. (laughs) Yes. So as she like comes out of the water, she's getting out and you see a creature come out behind her and attack her. And oh my God, that and was, she grabs that like piece of bone. Yes, it was like an antler. Stabs it in the eye. So good. One of I think that and was then she's one like of my all favorite looking. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of my favorite kills of the whole movie. It was a good one. She goes nuts. Like she's like reborn out of that vomit blood yes. water as a warrior because she because gets she out. Knows that that right, beast left with right? her husband mm-hmm. and she killed Beth. Yep. Like she is. Done. And now she knows that she can kill these creatures. So she She's is feeling empowered. Up <laughs> this great image of her, like with her her torch, torch and then the antler. And she's like her eyes. I don't know if she did it on purpose, but it kind of reminded me of Sissy Spacek and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Like when she's covered with the blood and her eyes are yes. super wide. That reminded me of. I was like, is this? What are they like a throwback? Yes. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if like she did that purposely or the director did it purposely, like the homage change. for that yep. film. But I thought that was so good. She totally changed after that. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. So then it goes back to the other three girls and again, insisting that they can't leave Sarah behind. Becca go- gets back to the ravine or chasm or whatever you want to call it from the beginning. Oh, so I wasn't sure if it was the same one or if it was a different one. I felt like it was the same one. They had kind of gone around in circles, which I thought for me was kind of more terrifying that now they just don't know they're going around. They're not getting anywhere. They're going around in circles. She, because at this point they're running from more creatures, right? Well, you, they go past the arrows again. Cause she's like, look, they, whatever, right. Maybe this way. So maybe there isn't another way out. They're just leading them back to the original entrance. You could be running in circles in that Ugh. place for sure. Terrifying. Yes. So she's trying to like get back across the ravine and starts rock climbing and setting new, like a new path across. And as she's doing this, a creature is on the ceiling hanging upside down oh, and God. it attacks her and it claws her throat out. And before she dies, she wraps her legs around this creature and kills it. She does like a boss. And then <laughs> she's such a G. And then immediately after that, she just hangs like her body goes limp and she's hanging there with just like being bled out yes. from her throat. <laughs> and yeah. of course, my husband is like a, a song comes to mind and he's like, you spin me right around <laughs> me, right around. I was like, you have got to be kidding me right now, Jake. Thank you. I do appreciate that when we are watching a scary movie, he tries to make like light of it because so it won't be so scary. But I just had to laugh. It was too funny. But like that was just such an interesting visual. Like immediately after she kills this creature, she like hangs back. And I was like, oh, that's so sad. But, you know, I thought that was another appropriate kill. It was a good kill. It was a good double kill mm-hmm. because she has her throat slit, but she still thinks it's pretty important to, to kill it. Get this bastard. So, oh my goodness. Next, Juno gets to the ravine, right? So, because the, there's two girls behind her, Juno and 
um, the doctor, not Sarah yet. The three girls are climbing into like they're getting back to the ravine. They're all coming down back to the back through that passage. Becca gets there first. She's trying to set it across. Then Juno comes out. And then I believe the doctor comes last and they're getting back out. They see her getting killed. And then the doctor gets drug back into the cave remember about that by a creature and like she rips her nails off she did so terrible always very dramatic and then the creature just starts eating her stomach first and she is screaming while this is happening and it is alive awful she is alive while that's happening so the creature realizes that juno's standing there and like kind of goes to like climb over the doctor and she just jumps which i was like how did she know did she know because she heard the creature drop? Did you hear water at all? I didn't either. I was like, well, no, uh, I didn't. Uh, cool. She's just going to die. Like, she's just going to take her chances. Like, Bye I thought Felice. she was trying to. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if she's trying to jump across the ravine or. But apparently there's water at the bottom. Lucky for Great her. for her. Right. And then as she's in the water. There's another creature. Well, the creature that. The girl, Becca, had, that spider Becca, monkey, that yeah. spider monkey stabbed yes. is in the water yes. and goes after her. But he's like lying there. Yes. And then all of a sudden he comes to life. Second scream. Totally scared again. That yeah. was a good one. And then Juno just kind of twists the knife and kills it for sure. Which <laughs> I, I liked that visual a lot because I thought I should have known. Like there's always a formula, I feel like, with with horror movies, right? That of course it was going to come back alive and scare the shit out of me. Yeah. But I still didn't see it coming. Yeah, I did. not I was like, Oh, there's well, okay. So I am a dumb, dumb. It was late at night too. <laughs> and I didn't realize that that was the one that she had stabbed. I was like, they just freaking lay there in water too. My God. <laughs> They're just waiting for them. <laughs> They're amphibious too. Like, oh my gosh. Stop it. But no, he was already injured. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, Michelle, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so after she kills it, she starts like rock climbing her way out and Sarah grabs her into like a small tunnel halfway up or something and like confronts her and mm-hmm. asks her like where the other girls are. Oh, so and about Beth, Beth, right? And the, she just lies to her. She's like, oh, yeah, she she didn't make it. And she can see in her eyes that she knows that she's lying and she keeps going with it because that's how much of a. Do you think that she could tell? Do you think that she could tell that? I think she knew because she's like, nope. The way that Sarah was asking was like, "Come on, Mm. like just tell me, please." She's like, "Oh yeah, I totally saw her die." (laughs) She's like, "Okay, all right, Mm -hmm. we're going with that." Okay, sure did. Mm Okay. So (laughs) as they're they're climbing out, right? They're trying to figure their way out. They come to (laughs) this like opening and there's three creatures just sitting there waiting for them. Mm -hmm. Right. And they kind of pause. They all look at each other and then the three creatures attack. Right. Sarah kills one of them by stabbing its eyes out with her thumbs, which I thought was super intense. And then Juno kills two of them, one by slamming the skull into the rock. And then the other one, she sticks a flare in its mouth and then stabs the skull. 
which in Friday the 13th, part five, um, Roy Burns also kills a guy by shoving a flare in his mouth. So I, again, I don't Another know. If this, maybe? Yes, I was. OK, thinking. so did you see Sarah bite its ear off? <gasps> yes. OK, so she went full on Mike Tyson <laughs> and with the whole eyeball, the thumbs in the eyeballs, she pulled a Game of Thrones like mountain versus this Oberon. Ooh. She totally did. I was like, they are combining all of the things here. It was pretty gross. Like she was so into like having her thumbs in his right. eyes that she like didn't realize that he was dead. She was just like still like squirming Squir- around in there. <laughs> making she maybe she was just making sure nasty. He was dead. <laughs> or maybe she was enjoying it a little maybe bit. She, I felt like she was enjoying it. <laughs> Again, she was reborn as a warrior. Right, so. Thank you. And so what happens next? They hear more coming. And Sarah's, oh, Sarah stabs Juno in the leg and just kind of leaves her there because she knows that more are coming. And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, this is exactly how our friend Beth felt mm-hmm. when you freaking stabbed her in the neck and left her to be eaten alive. Yep. So have fun with that. See ya. Deserved. I hope you don't make it. Bye. Absolutely deserved, I feel. And, you know, Juno, don't bless her heart. <laughs> She gets her little pickaxe ready and she's like ready to fight, you know, with these things that are coming or whatever. She grabs some kind of weapon. Yeah. I was like, well, at least she's going down fighting, I guess. There were a lot of them, though. A lot of them coming for her. I did not think that there were that many down there. I want to say like 20. Yeah. It was crazy. So as Sarah's running away, she slips and falls down a tunnel, which turns out to be the way out. We think. Well, she gets knocked out. Right. So she falls, falls right? She falls and actually gets right. So she has a vision, right? Basically, of that she's climbing out over the bones. She sees light. She emerges, gasps, this huge gasp of Mm air, and gets back to the car and drives away and driving like a maniac again, right? She stops on the side of the road and is screaming and crying and the semi I, I, comes by and I jump out of my skin again. Thank you. Because like, it honks it. at her. <laughs> and did you, so it turns out this is only a dream. Cause like you said, she got knocked out, but did you feel like that was real? Yeah, I did too. Totally. I was like, yes. And then I like, I thought that was so appropriate that it's just her back down in that tunnel. Well, realizing at the last minute. So before, uh, so she pulls over. And she's like freaking out. She rolled down. She rolls down her window mm-hmm, to vomit. Mm-hmm. She turns around and Juno is sitting next to her. Oh God, I missed that part. Yeah. So Juno's sitting next to her. Oh no, looking all nasty, dead. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And then <sighs> it cuts to her hitting her head again, mm-hmm. and she wakes up, and the torchlight is there, and. She is having kind of a hallucination where she thinks it's a birthday cake and she sees her daughter on the other side. And she's just like when it pans out, it shows her just sitting in this tiny little cavern with her daughter. But it's just her and like a torch and the creatures are all around her like coming in. So and that was the first ending with where she gets away with Juno meets her. So that was the U.S. ending. Okay, so tell me more about that because I didn't see that. I only saw where she is down there with her torch surrounded by Mm -hmm. creatures coming to get her. So that was the U.K. ending. Okay. I guess 
people in the U.S. did not like <laughs> that one like, because that it was dark. too um, it was too morbid yeah. and too dark, and they said it was too hopeless. Mm. They didn't like it, so they added the part where she gets away, and, and then Juno ended escapes. it there, or and just her. She gets away, and then Juno's in the car next to her. What? Yeah, so not that's dead, kind alive. of like setting up like a two, right? Mm. So the UK version has where she gets away and then she's also back with her daughter and the things are coming for her. Okay. So, I mean, I can see why people would think that her getting out is a better ending or like a happier ending. But do you feel like it's a happy ending? Her getting out? No, she's going to get haunted by her dead friend now. Right? Yeah. And you have to live with all of that that yeah, happened. No. And she's already You'll lost her husband and her daughter. You have nothing. No way. That's yeah. not a happy ending. Even I if she agree. makes it out, it's not a happy ending. So I guess either like the director or the writer, he compared the like US ending to the ending of Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Like saying just because they get away doesn't mean it's happy. It's happy. It doesn't end. So it, he agrees away. with you, right? Yeah. That's not the end of it. So that was pretty much the movie. I loved it. I did not think I would like it that much. I I thought it was great. I I think I just kind of went in with no expectations because I, like I said, I remember the advertisements. God, at this time, I was graduating high school in 2005 when it came (laughs) out. So, you know, wasn't, I mean. Wasn't on your radar. No. Not at all. So coming into this, I was like, okay, cool. It's an all-female cast. Seems scary. Down in caves. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was it was very good. It was scary. It was heart pounding. Like it was it, a pretty good story. There's not a whole okay lot of plot, story. but yeah, there you was didn't need like too much backstory. Right. You needed a little bit of character mm-hmm. development. And I think they did that okay. So they got into it all pretty fast. I thought. Yeah. I mean, with this runtime, they kind of had to. Mm -hmm. So did you think this was a classic, a trashic, or a tragic? I think it's classic. I think it's a classic. So I was on the fence because I was like, (laughs) okay, this could have been classic. Yeah. But because of like the poor CGI and parts and like kind of like that forced perspective and a little bit that's true. They didn't have it. It wasn't so great then. That's true. But with the cliches that I kind of saw throughout, I was just like, ah, there's a few things that I would have fixed. Yes. So I put this in the trashic. It was not terrible by any Mm -hmm. means, but it was like so close to being good for me. Yeah. There was just like. But then "Ah." she put her damn leg over her head. For no reason. (laughs) I couldn't. That was like the shining moment for me where I was like, okay, really? So I have to ask to close this because one of like the fan theories that I read was were the crawlers real or are they just a figment of Sarah's imagination and she is actually the killer? Kind of like high tension. What do you think? Had you thought of that? I had not thought of that. Yeah. I had not thought of that, but she went fucking crazy. Like you were saying, like she was transformed when she came out of that blood. Nuts. 
So, I mean, she very well could have. This could have because she was already having nightmares when she woke right, up. Right. She thought that like something was chasing her mm-hmm. in the hospital. I mean, she was already kind of a cuckoo bird after. And the then accident. you saw like her have like a full on freak out when the cave like collapsed. And so I'm like, well, maybe that maybe that sent, sent her, her into a. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was not long after that, that everybody started dying. Mm-hmm. I know. Be. I hadn't thought of that, too. But it I read it and be. I was like, you know what? I could see that. I could see how someone would would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that complicates things. Uh, or, now I'm trying uh, to like go back to the movie and think like, well, how did that person die then? Right, and how right. Come nobody like there's five other girls there. Like yeah. nobody was able to hurt her at mm-hmm. all. I don't know. I, and these are like pretty tough girls. You know, they're no shrinking violet. No, they were like I said, they're pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that I would be able to those holes, but <laughs> <laughs> let's oh yeah. Anyway. I guess that's the more e- EU version, right? Yes. Everyone's a lot thinner, except for here in the US. Yes. So must be nice. All right. Well, I think that is it. Our first episode. We did done. it. Done. Hopefully these boys are have kept the baby alive. <laughs> <laughs> and not just sat and watched Blood Diner the They're entire time. Nachos. It's fine. Was there anything that you would like to say to the fans? A goodbye? This has been so much fun and I totally see why Jake and Brian enjoy this. Like you get to sit with your friend and talk about, you know, a fun movie that you guys got to share together. So anyway, it was super fun. I I enjoyed it a lot. And I guess on that note, my sign off is slash you later. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to try and come up with something or no? I don't. All right. Then we will. We'll talk to you guys later. Smell you later. Bye. Bye. We had an all-girl podcast about an all-girl movie, so naturally, we would have an all-girl band for the hidden track. This is Vi Queen, V.I. Queen, with their song, Unholy. They can be found on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and Bandcamp. Once again, please enjoy Vi Queen with their song, Unholy.